0: And when I talk about you doing the best that you can in your life to feel your best, I mean that in all areas of your life. I'm not just talking about, you know, the size of your body, the way that you eat, the way that you move, the water you drink and the sleep that you get. I'm talking about all areas of your life, the importance of your relationships and communication, the importance of your finances and making sure that you're financially secure. All of these things are really important in your life too. So make sure you're giving attention to those things where you can, and just because you don't make... As much money as you'd like to make doesn't mean that you can't take control of the money that you do have. Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder of the Join Jessica XO social platforms, weight loss influencer, recover binge eater, motivational speaker, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. I am obsessed with helping women create that unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a pep talk that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, then you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's get started. Good morning, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. This is, I think, episode 24. Should have checked before I started recording, but this is just going to be a really quick episode. I'm still currently working from home during this COVID pandemic, and to be honest, my energy to give this week has been kind of low. I'm struggling through some anxiety of my own, some stressful feelings of my own, but I still wanted to be able to give something to you. So I figured this week I would record something that's been requested a bunch, but is more lighthearted and less. Talky and more informational, and in my experience today. I'm going to be talking about finances. I have shared a few times on my Instagram account that my husband and I have been following Dave Ramsey's baby steps after reading his book Total Money Makeover. So, I thought today I would just talk briefly about my experience with that and how we have become basically debt free. I'll talk more about that in about um, nine months' time, and so. Basically, my husband introduced me to Dave Ramsey's book, Total Money Makeover, and I had heard of Dave Ramsey before because I've seen people who I follow um, using the baby steps to pay off debt, but honestly, I had thought that my husband and I were in a pretty good place. We had, I'm not going to get into specifics about numbers, but we had a pretty significant savings. We saved money almost every paycheck. Um. We were never behind on bills. We were never carrying huge credit card debts. But we did have debt. Uh, we both had car loans at the time. We had probably, I'd say, a total of four credit cards with maybe about four to five thousand dollars. Not e- probably not even that much. I wish that I had my worksheets with me, but unfortunately, they're at my office, um, and I don't have them with me because I have budgeting worksheets and stuff that I've created that I can make available to you if it's something that you want. I can just recreate them during my downtime over the next several weeks while I'm home, but. I followed the baby steps, and I'm going to talk about each of those, but we weren't carrying a huge amount of debt. The bulk of our debt at the time, we were still living in our apartment, and the bulk of our debt was my student loans. I have $35,000 in student loan debt, and I've been out of college for nine years. Um, I have a degree in criminal justice, and while I was in college, I was living on my own, and I was also working full-time, so... I was pretty much taking out the max student loans, and I wish that I would have known more about the importance of finances, but unfortunately, I come from a home where I had a single mom who was struggling to even get by, and prior to that, both of my parents, when they were married um, when I was very young, had both filed for bankruptcy, so neither of them had been incredibly fiscally responsible, and I wasn't really taught much about the importance of credit. Well. Dave Ramsey doesn't think credit is important, but the importance of credit or the importance of finances. So I was taking out the max amount of student loans so that I had pretty much additional living money while I was renting my own apartment at 18 years old and going to college full time. Um, So yes, $35,000 in student loans. And I have been paying... On my student loans since I graduated from college and over the last actually two years, I have been paying additional money on them. Not a ton, like my payments are pretty low, but I've been paying maybe $50 extra a month. And when I tell you that the principal balance has not moved at all, the principal balance, I believe, has actually gone up a little bit which is really scary and really sad for people who are in hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loan debt and if you're just barely making it and paying the minimum amount it i just think about how i would be paying on that student loan until i'm literally dead and i wish that as teens we were more informed as to the gratitude of like what we were doing taking out that amount of money at such a young age, not really knowing or understanding what it was going to be like to have to pay that money back at some of them are pretty high interest rates, like 8%. So my husband, um, like I said, introduced me to the book Total Money Makeover. I'd heard of Dave Ramsey before, but one of my husband's co-workers had read the book Total Money Makeover, and Chris, of course, he loves to learn. He's one of the smartest people that I know, so he went on and started listening to Dave Ramsey's podcast and started listening to some of the things that he was saying, and he was like, I think this dude is legit, like I think that we should read the book, so he purchased two copies of the book for us, and we both read it within a day. It's a very easy read, very, very informative, and super, super helpful. And I immediately was like, okay, I'm down for this. Because like I said, we had been what I thought was pretty fiscally responsible. We were saving money and keeping our debts low, and we were making sure that we were living below our means. But For my husband to come to me and say like, hey, let's get rid of our debt. Let's become, you know, as financially secure as we can for our future. I was 100% down for that. And I think that that's one of the most important things is that you and your spouse, you have to be on the same page when it comes to your finances, because if you're on separate pages and you're really wanting to pay off debt and save money, but your husband or your spouse doesn't see it that way and is still spending irresponsibly or spending more than you would like them to spend, it's going to be really difficult for you to achieve the goal. So it's really important that you communicate and are on the same page about how you're moving forward with your finances. So We read the book, and um, we have not followed Dave Ramsey to a T, so I'll share. First, I'm going to share just what the baby steps are, and then I'll talk about how we followed them. So I highly suggest reading Total Money Makeover. Like I said, super easy read, very, very informative. Listen to Dave's podcast. It's a simple and fun listen because you can hear other people's experiences with their finances and hear hear Dave give direct advice to people based on their circumstance. So if you find somebody who has a similar circumstance, it's kind of like he's giving advice directly to you, which is really pretty cool, in my opinion. So get the book Total Money Makeover. It is in my Amazon store. If you're interested, want to know what the cover looks like, whatever, I'll put the link to that in the show notes of this episode. So definitely listen to that. But I'm just going to quickly go through the baby steps, and then I'll talk just really briefly about what we did and how we were able to pay off so much money in what I consider a pretty short period of time. So baby step number one is that you save $1,000 for your starter emergency fund. And this is like, just so you have $1,000 in case something comes up that you don't need to use a credit card or any form of loan to deal with an emergency and a thousand dollars is not a lot of money. So this isn't going to get you through any major financial crisis, but it is nice to have a thousand dollars saved, which it's crazy to me, the amount of people who don't actually have that amount of money saved. I think I heard on the news recently because of all this COVID stuff and people losing their jobs that like over 60% of people can't afford a $400 emergency in their life and that really would scare me. So I encourage you, I know that when I was not financially responsible in my young 20s and I was living really paycheck to paycheck and was carrying more debt and not paying my bills on time. That gave me massive anxiety and I think money is still something that does worry me even though I'm working through dealing with the things that worry me in a healthier way. Um I think that taking charge of your financial life, your financial situation is something that can really benefit you moving forward. So I encourage you, if this isn't something that you've thought about for me, like my wellness is in all areas of my life. And I want to be doing the best that I can in every single area to make sure that I'm, you know, crossing my T's and dotting my eyes, because I want, I see my mom who, as many of you know is an alcoholic and struggling. she left a job where she had no retirement, no 401k she's living off of eight hundred dollars a month social security. You can't live off of that. you just simply can't so th- start thinking about these things now because it's bound to you're bound to get old and you're bound to eventually not work anymore and you want to make sure that you're set up to live in the easiest and you know, most enjoyable way. So baby step one, save a thousand dollars for your starter emergency fund. Baby step two is you pay off all of your debt, except your house using the debt snowball. And basically what the debt snowball is, is you list all of your debts from the lowest amount to the highest amount, and you don't pay attention to interest rates at all. You just list them dollar amount, what you owe the least to dollar amount, what you owe the most. And then you make minimum payments on all of your outstanding debts, except for the smallest one, the smallest one, you put as much money towards that as you can until it's paid off. And then you move on to the next smallest one and continue to pay the minimum amount on all of your debts, except for again, the smallest one, and you put as much money towards that debt. As you can and basically what the snowball effect is is like he wants you to build momentum so like if you have a 400 credit card and you get that paid off and you get that balance to zero he believes that you're going to feel really good about that and it's going to encourage you to continue to gain momentum and work towards paying off all of the debts and i think that it's a really smart idea i think that it really does help because we followed this we started with our smallest and we paid them down in order. That's why all that we're left with right now besides our mortgage is my student loans, which is $35,000. And I'll talk again, like I said, about what exactly we decided to do in just a few minutes. So then once you have all of those debts paid off, baby step number three is to save three to six months of expenses in a fully funded emergency fund. So you want to figure out what your monthly expenses are. And then he suggests, depending on what type of work you do, if you're in a job that's pretty secure, you can save just three months. But maybe if you're an entrepreneur or you work off of commission or You know, you get bonuses based on your sales, then maybe save six months just in case somebody in your family was to lose a job or somebody was to get injured, something was to come up. He wants you to have three to six months of all of your expenses saved in a fully funded emergency fund. Once that is done, you move on to baby step four, which is investing 15% of your household income into your retirement. And if you listen to Dave, he can tell you more specifically, but he suggests 401ks, IRAs, different types of investments to make sure that you're saving for your future because ultimately those investments are going to build on themselves more than just putting your money into a savings account. Baby step number five is to save for your children's college fund. Baby step number six is to pay off your home early. And baby step number seven is to build wealth and give. So from our experience, what we did and the reasons that it differs from what Dave would suggest a little bit is because like I said, we did have a pretty significant savings. And we started following this in July of 2019. And we knew that we were moving into our new home in November of 2019. So Number one, I did not want to drain our entire savings to pay off our debts, which is what Dave would have suggested. He would have suggested because we had enough money saved to pay off all of our debt that we would just take that money and pay off everything. I did not want to do that. I was not comfortable doing that. I did not want to leave us with nothing. And the way that I looked at it was that... Once we had our debts paid, then baby step number three was already covered because we already had three to six months of expenses in a savings account. So we kind of did the steps a little bit backwards based off of where we were. And I also didn't want to drain our savings because I knew that we were moving into a new home. And while we had already paid our closing costs and money to move into the house, I knew that I was going to need to buy appliances for the home and we were redecorating and all of these things. So when I say that we followed this, we did, but it definitely wasn't to a T, which I think is okay. Like anything else, I think that applying in one way or another is better than not applying at all. So um, I forget the term that Dave uses, but there's a term that he uses basically where you're like, oh, with gazelle intensity. That's the term that just popped into my head. He says, go at it with gazelle intensity. We definitely did not do that. We did start immediately creating a budget and paying off all of our debts and we paid off All of our credit cards, both of our cars, um, our phones, one of my student loans, and I wish that I had my list with me, but I don't. Um, We paid off all of those things between July and November, so that was about, I'd say like ten to $12,000 that we paid off between July and November. And the way we did that is we really started budgeting. I had never really made a strict budget before. I did like a mini budget every week where I would figure out how much money we were getting paid that week, what bills we had, and then how much money we had left and would move a portion of it to savings. But then with our quote unquote like Week money, the the free money that we had for the week to live. I never did a strict budget with groceries or going out or buying alcohol or any of those things. So I started doing that, and I started making sure that we were sticking to our budget for those five months. And just by doing that, we were really able to quickly take all of our money. We did use the Every Dollar app, just the free version. Um, to kind of see where our money was going. And I think it's really important. If you're not ready to start this yet, I would just suggest like taking a month or even a week and just like keeping an eye on everything that you're spending and seeing where your money is going. And I think your eyes will be open to all of the money that you could be saving if you would just tighten up a little bit. So we paid off all of those debts and then we moved into the house. And over the last several months, we haven't really been as strict because we've been buying things for the house and doing things here and there that we needed to with getting settled in our home. But I am paying off as soon as I pay my taxes next week, I am paying off all of my student loans. And the way that I'm able to pay off $35,000 in one lump sum payment was I started a business. And Dave really talks about this. Like if you're in a significant amount of debt and you're not working as hard as you can to get out of it, then you're not doing enough. And I think that there are so many opportunities for you to make money in a side business right now, like more than ever with the internet. And I know a lot of people hate MLMs, but you can make a lot of money with companies like Airborne or Herbalife or Beachbody or whatever it is, there are many ways that you can create revenue for yourself if you really want to get out of debt. And I really, really want to get out of debt. And I think I'm going to cry happy tears and sad tears when I take $35,000 and write a check to pay off my student loans while I know that it is going to be 100% worth it. It's still difficult to take that amount of money out of a savings account and just give it away, not really give it away because I had the money at one point in time, but you know what I mean? It's going to be hard, but I'm really, really excited to be able to say bye-bye, see you never to my student loans. I think it's going to take a weight off of my shoulders and then know that the only thing we have left to pay on is our mortgage. And we did get a 30-year mortgage, which Dave Ramsey does not suggest. He suggests that the only mortgage you should take out if you cannot buy your home in cash is a 15-year fixed mortgage. And we were thinking about that, but we did also consider the fact that should something happen to one of us or one of us would lose our jobs or who knows what can happen in life if somebody was to get sick or whatever the situation might be. We wanted to make sure that we were in a position where we could afford this house on one income. And a 15-year mortgage wasn't the smartest way to do that. So my husband and I just made the commitment to ourselves that every single mortgage payment, we would pay more than what was required. So our mortgage payment right now, we're paying... Since we purchased the home and started making our mortgage payments, we have been paying an additional $400 towards the mortgage. And once the student loans are paid off, we're going to take the amount of money that we've been putting towards the student loan every month and tack that onto our mortgage payment. So I'm really hoping that we can have our house paid off in like seven years. And what I'm doing with my student loans this year, taking the money from my business, as I continue to work my business, my plan is to hopefully be able to take 30 to $50,000 every year out of my business and put it towards the mortgage because really I work my business because I'm so passionate about it. Not because that we really need the money. My husband and I both are fortunate that we make good livings at our full-time careers and, um, this is really a way for me to give back to the world and pay off our home and do other things that we would like to do financially so Um, Baby step number four, we are both already putting into our 401k, which again is against what Dave Ramsey would say to do. He would say to stop putting towards your 401k or your IRA while you're paying off debt and take all of those pennies and all of those dollars and put them towards your debt. But for us personally, I just didn't feel like that was really necessary to stop. We both put 8% of our income into our 401k and as soon as my student loans are gone. We're going to up our investment and find some IRAs or other investments that we can start putting our money into so that we can begin to really build wealth for our future. When it comes to baby step number five, we are not having children. So we really don't need to worry about saving for our children's college fund. So that's kind of a weight off of our shoulders. And if you're a parent, I just want to say props to you if you are saving for your children's college education. I think it's so incredible. And I can say as a 30 something, and I'm sure you know, as an adult, if you're college was not paid for and you were paying for that on your own, how amazing it would feel to have parents that were sending you to college. I just think that is such an incredible gift that you can give to your children if you're in the financial position to do so. So props to if you're a parent saving for your children's college fund. I think that that is absolutely incredible. Baby step number six, pay off your home early. We are already working on that and Baby step number seven, build wealth and give. And I think that giving is something that's so, so incredible. And again, that doesn't need to be financially. I'm doing everything I can to give back to people in the best way that I know how now, but in the future when I'm in a better position to do so financially, I'm really looking forward to doing that. As well. I hope that you will go and read this book. I think that if you're in a place where you're struggling with your financial situation or you don't feel comfortable or you're living really in a tight budget and paycheck to paycheck and you're constantly worrying about finances, take control of them. And I know what it feels like to feel like you're scared to even look at your bank account or you're scared to, even, you know, use the debit card at the grocery store, because you're not sure if you have enough money. I know what those things feel like the position that I'm in now has not been the position that I've been in my entire life. I have worked really hard to obtain the job that I have now. But I started not too long ago, barely making ends meet. And I know what that feels like, but that doesn't mean that you can't take control of what you do have, right? You can control what's in your control and what's out of your control. There's nothing that you can do about it, but you can create a budget for the money that you have now, whether it's as much money as you would like to have or not, you can still create a budget around the funds that you have coming in. And I highly suggest that you do that and just start to take back some of the control around, the way that you're spending and acknowledging where your money is going, and really knowing what's going on with your finances, and figuring out the best that you can how you can move yourself to a place where you feel really financially secure and if that means getting a part-time job or getting another job or finding an online stream of income I encourage you to do it don't be afraid to do those things don't be afraid to venture out and figure out how can I make more money for myself and for my family there's there shouldn't be anything wrong with you wanting to make more money especially if it's to pay off things like debt where you can then end up in a place where you feel financially free because the stress of debt and the stress of worry around money sitting on your shoulders, that's not a good feeling. I know what that feels like, and it really doesn't feel good. And when I talk about you doing the best that you can in your life to feel your best, I mean that in all areas of your life. I'm not just talking about, you know, the size of your body, the way that you eat, the way that you move, the water you drink and the sleep that you get. I'm talking about all areas of your life the importance of your relationships and communication, the importance of your finances and making sure that you're financially secure. All of these things are really important in your life too. So make sure you're giving attention to those things where you can. And just because you don't make as much money as you'd like to make doesn't mean that you can't take control of the money that you do have. So go read the book, Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. I think that it will really benefit you. If you have additional questions about what our debt-free journey has looked like, I'm more than willing to answer them. As always, just reach out to me And I can share my budgeting worksheets. If that's something that you're interested in, just let me know. And I will do my best to recreate them while I'm working from home over the next several weeks. And listen to Dave's podcast, too. I really do think that this is not by any means an ad. I'm not getting money to tell you about Dave Ramsey, although I wish I was he really is incredible and he's a very smart person and he's very realistic and he can really teach you some stuff that you didn't know for free. Like it's all for free. Go listen to his podcast. It's totally free and it can teach you some really incredible things. So do your best while you have this free time over the next couple of weeks, do your best to learn and to grow and to you know, in some knowledge that maybe you didn't know before and figure out ways that you can apply it to your life so that you can continue to grow and become the best version of you in all areas of your life. Okay, I love you guys. I hope that you're hanging in there with all that is going on. I know that this is a really difficult time. And trust me when I say we are all feeling it, you are not alone. And if you're seeing people online faking the funk, like they're just totally fine, just let it go. It's okay. If that's their way of getting through it, that's their way of getting through it. But I can promise you that we're all feeling this in one way or another. So just hang in there, take a breath. And like I always say, remember that this too shall pass. I love you. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the inspiration coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. I love you so, so much. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, live today with a grateful heart and remember you're not only worthy, but incredibly capable of creating the life you desire.